This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. And just like that, we're here. No, there's nothing wrong with your radio. Yes, it is Monday. Yes, this is the Chris Plant Show. Chris is um, doing his uh, civic duty, or at least he's lined up for jury duty. I suspect he'll be here tomorrow. It's Mike Opelka in for my friend Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. We had a little weird hookup going on. I know that sounds like something at a Democrat fundraiser, doesn't it? It's time for the Democrat fundraiser weird hookup. Get out your ticket stubs. No, that's that's not what I'm talking about. But it is a Monday, and uh, this is the Chris Plant Show, as I said. Boy, a lot has happened since Chris left. And if you were paying attention on Friday, you saw the appointment of a special counsel who sounded vaguely familiar. So many places to go today. Yes, the, um, the Iowa State Fair was invaded by candidates. I was going to say Republican candidates, but Robert Kennedy was there. I don't know if Marianne Williamson showed up. I'm not sure. I I, I don't think she'd be at the candles and in at the state fair, if there are any. Maybe she'd be chop on a booth, which looks just great. I saw Mr. The former president standing right in front of the pork chops on a stick booth talking to a guy that raises pigs. And he was um, he was very Trump. He was in great campaign form. Now, I can't say the same for Mike Pence. We'll get to that because there was a whole lot of pandering going on from many of the candidates, in my opinion. And uh, the things that happened, well, probably seen Vivek Ramiswamy in his uh, Eminem moment when he was... He was jumping up and do karaoke rap. That's kind of what it was. He jumped in. They were playing Lose Yourself from Eminem. A song from what? 17 years ago? I think so. Yeah, I think that's like 17 years back. Maybe more. And anyway, uh, Vivek delivered. He had all the lyrics in his head up there doing a little rapping at the Iowa State Fair. So it's uh, it's it's kind of crazy these days. Kind of crazy. I'm getting a, a word in my ear that we might be choppy. Michael, are we still choppy? You can tell me. You can whisper it in my ear. All right, good. We're we're slightly better currently. Uh, so we will we will dive into the the Iowa State Fair events 
and um, talk about what else Vivek Ramaswamy had to say because there was something really interesting that happened between the surging young star of the GOP. I'm I'm calling him that. I don't think anyone else is. But he seems to be doing very well for a guy who doesn't have a political career. And until this year, very few people knew about him. I actually saw Vivek Ramiswamy appear on Shannon Bream's old 10 p.m. show on the Fox News Network two and a half years ago. That's how long he's kind of been in the orbit of the GOP. He was sitting in on a segment with uh, Shannon and and giving his thoughts on pretty much everything. And I remember listening to him saying, that guy's pretty smart. In fact, I, I sent her a text message that said, hey, that Swami guy is pretty interesting, to which she responded, yes, he is very interesting. Uh, so here we are two and a half years later. He's He's in the pack now. He'll be on stage Does he have a chance? I don't know. I don't know if anybody's got a chance against President Trump. Look at all. Look at the numbers. But uh, we had Vivek. We have the Miami Mayor Suarez, who claims that he he would be impossible to beat in a head to head race against Joe Biden. Well, you know, I think a blender would be tough to beat in a race against Joe Biden. Seriously. And we'll get to that because Joe Biden on the beach again this weekend. Absolutely uh, enjoying the beach. Well, you know, we had, what did we have? Well, we had a Russian warship firing on a cargo ship near Ukraine that was supposedly helping with food delivery. So that's kind of an act of war, I would think. Uh, We have... uh, We have Iraq getting closer and closer to testing a nuclear bomb is kind of the whisper coming out of the Middle East. The Saudis are asking if they can have fighter jets in this deal between the UK and Japan. And Japan's going, no. And then, of course, we have the tragedy in Maui. The terrible tragedy in Maui that happened um, last week. And now the death tolls are just... Sadly, to the point where you know they're going to keep rising. The western part of Maui, the city, the little tiny village of Lahaina, I think it's 15,000 people, where at least 1,000 people are still missing. And the the rumors are, are swirling. This is the crazy part of this. The rumors are absolutely crazy. I don't know if you've seen them, but uh, there are there are statements that are saying, well, you know, there might be there might be a plot by some of the super rich people on the island, the people who wanted to buy out all those homes in Lahaina, all the farmland in Lahaina. Maybe they're the ones who started these fires. And someone even threw Oprah into the mix because Oprah apparently owns just a whole bunch of land on Maui. And so they're claiming, well, Oprah might have wanted to burn out all the land so she could buy it because they wouldn't sell. Uh, I I doubt that's happened. I sincerely doubt it. We do have the electric company being investigated and to see if there was any uh, any negligence in terms of what could have prevented uh, the fires or could have limited the fires. And of course, uh, Crazy Maisie, Maisie Hirono has, um, has emerged from from her hidey hole to tell us that 
Uh, these fires happen because of climate change. This is all because of climate change. Never mind that we now have pretty reasonable data from NASA that says that the heat wave this summer and probably for the next couple of summers was caused by a volcano off the coast of Tonga in the South Pacific. If you're a viewer of the uh, Survivor TV series, you know where that is. But th this is the kind of madness that we had over the weekend. So we will have a breakdown of what I view from the, uh, the Iowa State Fair and yesterday from the Sunday talk shows as uh, a few Democrats were sent out, I guess, to tamp down some of the uh, blowback after the latest, the latest on the Hunter Biden story. I know, I know a lot of us are nervous about the special counsel because it appears that what was done to appoint a special counsel was actually not done to investigate Hunter Biden, but to stop the investigation into Hunter Biden. I know that's counterintuitive, isn't it? The appointment of the special counsel, I believe, was intended to stop the investigation into Hunter Biden. In, in other words, it was meant to put a piano on the backs of Jim Jordan and James Comer, the two House committees that were investigating uh, more than the FBI and the DOJ have been investigating. So we will we will dive deeply into all of that. Uh, there are also some some really interesting uh, moments from the Al Sharpton Kamala Harris interview. Al Sharpton and Kamala Harris had a had a sit down, and uh, it's kind of funny to me because it it feels like the effort is being made to shore up Kamala's awful numbers just in case Joe needs to say he's not running. Or, you know, God forbid, he not wake up and she becomes president. It sure feels like the Democrats are trying to shore up her her reputation, her standing, and, and we'll show you why I think that uh, and, and what it could mean. And then there's a story about Scott Brown, which we need to we need time to get into. Remember Scott Brown, the guy who drove a pickup truck around Massachusetts? In his effort to get reelected, Scott Brown, who was a senator, Republican senator for a, a very short time. And then um, he didn't get reelected. And I hadn't heard from him in the longest time until this weekend. And I'm trying to figure out why we're hearing from Scott Brown. Why, 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 to quote Joey, Joey Biden. Uh, and, and we'll break that down from you. So uh, Donald Trump stole the show. At, at Iowa, that's according to thehill.com. Uh, Vivek Ramiswamy was rapping. The Miami mayor is out of his mind, I think. Uh, Glenn Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, is now being whispered as the lifeboat candidate. Interesting term. And uh, why, why, why was, why was Carrie Lake in Iowa? She's not running, is she? She certainly not declared herself a candidate. Can you declare yourself a candidate to be the vice president? Maybe. Not sure. Uh, we can discuss this and you can join in the conversation as well. 888-630-9625 is the number. 888-630-9625. It is a Monday morning. It is Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. Hey.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. After the hour, Michael Pelka sitting in for Chris Plant today. I believe he will be here tomorrow. You know, he went for jury duty. And the minute they say, uh, what do you do for a living? Dismissed. Dismissed. You're dismissed. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. It usually does for people in our business, especially in uh, in very blue areas of the country. Uh, much to get to today. As I said, we had the appointment of uh, David Weiss, a U.S. attorney, to the position of special counsel on Friday. And uh, it's kind of surprising because it's against the law. I believe it's uh, U.S. Code 600.3. I'll have to double-check my records on that. I may not have remembered that completely 100%, but it doesn't seem to be really fair. Uh, And, oh, I forgot, fairness, that's not what they're all about. We also need to get into the reality of what's happening out in uh, California, all over California. You had the the 100% off sale at uh, Nordstrom's in Canoga Park. Sixty to $100,000 worth of stuff was just taken because 15 or 20 people thought that they were entitled to it. And they really trashed the store. The video is kind of scary. And no one's in custody because California... And because of Democrats, uh, you have the, the Department of Homeland Security telling its staff in, in California, in San Francisco specifically, um, you can work from home because it's too dangerous to go to work in San Francisco, too dangerous to go to work in what's known as the Nancy Pelosi Federal Building. It's a federal office building in San Francisco. Pelosi's offices are are in that building, and she's got a couple of offices in the state. Uh, but it's so dangerous. It is so awful. It is so decrepit. It is so filled and riddled with criminal activity and drug trading that you can't go there and feel safe. So the Department of Homeland Security's, uh, Security has told staff, work from home. Hmm. I wonder... Department of Homeland Security can't keep its own employees secure because of California and because of Democrats. It is it is madness on display. Uh, and speaking of madness, California is also about to uh, pass a law that will make it illegal to question what the school board is doing. Now, it doesn't sound like something out of a out of a uh, Cold War era Russian, USSR, maybe even East German security force. No, you will not be allowed to question the school board or you will be locked up. That's all happening at the same time, the same weekend. And I'm sure it's just the tip of the iceberg of what's going on in California. 
So uh, we'll have to look into that. I wonder if Pelosi's staff is allowed to work from home. I wonder if they're showing up for work because if DHS isn't, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're all armed. I would bet they're all armed. We're, we're arming all the IRS agents. Why wouldn't we arm all the people working at the Nancy Pelosi federal building? Huh. That's, that's very interesting. We will dive into that. We'll, we'll take a little dive into that. And I don't know if you know about neo pronouns. Yeah. Pronouns are now just getting some kind of crazy pronouns are getting a crazy upgrade. We have neo pronouns and uh, we'll explain. CNN's pushing them. CNN wants everybody to use neo pronouns and ESG, which is environmental, sustainable and governance. The uh, the three things that the Democrats want all companies to follow the uh, guidance on ESG. Uh, the companies are now starting to f- pull away from that. We had BlackRock dumping the ESG department. And then over the weekend, this is really subtle, McDonald's, Mickey D's scrubbed all references to ESG from its website. But everything on the internet lives forever. That's what they have to learn. So it appears that ESG may be dying, which makes me ask the question, if ESG is dying, does that mean Obama's, uh, Obama, Biden's niece who got hired as the VP of ESG for GM. That's a lot of initials, right? VP of ESG for GM. Does that mean she's going to be out of a job? Just pondering. We'll get to a lot of the clips from the Sunday shows just around the corner. And something really crazy from Vivek. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. the Chris Plant Show. My name is Mike Opelka, sitting in for Chris last minute. Uh, Chris has to report for jury duty, and I, I have great faith that he will return tomorrow and be in his place, because I'm sure he's just frothing, frothing, drooling, salivating like Pavlov's dog at the sound of the bell after the appointment of David Weiss, U.S. Attorney, now to be the special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden, because he did such a great job not investigating Hunter Biden for the past few years that he's now going to not investigate Hunter Biden in this current status that he has. That kind of feels like that's that's the right thing to do. I want to I will get back to that. But there's another story that just caught my attention over the weekend. And and I, I I live in Wilmington, Delaware. My wife and I live in Wilmington, Delaware, not far from the the Biden compound in North Wilmington. And then we've had the joy of Joe Jams when the Bidens are in town and when he's down at the beach in Rehoboth and all traffic is a mess down there. The Joe Jams continue. And that's where he was again this weekend, sitting on the beach again while Maui burns. And I, I don't think he should go to Maui uh, just, just for anyone, any of the libs listening. I don't think he needs to go there and muck up the recovery efforts that are underway. I don't know if there are any rescue efforts left, but the recovery and cleanup is going to take time. So the last thing you need is to draw every resource away to make sure the president and his entourage is secured. Now, 
but at least look like you care. Maybe, maybe make a statement. Just saying. It is a state, and they are, they are uh, citizens of, of this great nation who are now hurting very badly. Uh, but you don't need to go there. Make a statement, sir. And then keep an eye on what's happening with the Saudis demanding uh, fighter jets. They'll get them. Trust me. Saudis have a way of buying what they want. And the Iranians who are in this deal now to release these five Americans, it's going to cost us about $6 billion. Probably will set the price for kidnapping Americans a little higher around the world. So if you're in that uh, business, you're, you're about to get a raise, while the rest of us are dealing with Bidenomics, which we will dive into again. Uh, there, there's more odd and bad news about Bidenomics. But a former senator, a former U.S. senator, Republican Scott Brown, you remember him as kind of, I, I think he was uh, not exactly a guy who set the world on fire. I'm just saying he was, he was a Republican senator, Scott Philip Brown. No, Scott Brown, yeah. Uh, he is Scott Philip Brown, Republican senator. And then, you know, he picked up a, a plum opportunity to be a, an ambassador to New Zealand and Samoa. But he's the guy who, over the weekend, we learned he is claiming that um, he he had stern words for Joe Biden, that he had some very strong words for Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. on the occasion of his swearing in. And, um, this you know, when they swear in the folks at the start of the Congress, the House and the Senate members go in, they take their oath, they usually get a picture with who, who's ever doing the swearing in. Joe Biden used to do it in the Senate as vice president, and that's where we got all those creepy pictures of him sniffing hair and and just getting inappropriately close to both young women. And it, it was just all over the place. And you've seen the images. The one image that is the, I guess, the one that's been everywhere is uh, Chris Coons's daughter from a million years ago. And she's the little redheaded girl. She's now a, a grown up out of college even. And that's the one that seems to go everywhere because she just looks totally creeped out. But Scott Brown was um, on a podcast with a guy named Tom Shattuck. I don't know Tom Shattuck or maybe it's Shattuck. I have no idea who this cat is. But this story popped up over the weekend. Cut one, Michael. I think people are irked out about all the hair sniffing and things. We went overseas and he especially took a long inhale. And I think women are skeeved out by that that st stuff and and you know he's not a good guy oh, you know him i mean listen he, he's 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 i i did know him i i spent a, quite a bit of time with him i i enjoyed his company but that's not joe biden he, he this you we all know the signs my yeah my uh you know uh, we all know people who have dementia and and have the beginning of alzheimer's and and you know he's got it i mean it's the walk it's the way he's mumbling his anger yeah. outbursts and, you know, it's it's a shame uh, that we can't do better, as I said, uh, in this great country. But, you know, a lot of people don't want to run because of everything you're seeing now. Well, does that mean you don't want to run, Scott Brown, because of all the deep dive into people's backgrounds? Yes, it seems like our politics has gotten very, very attack motivated, where we don't debate policies and we don't go head-to-head -head on what our vision is for the people we're going to represent. Instead, we try to destroy the other person in order to beat them at the polls. Uh, and I, you, we can make reference to the apparent 
mental problems of Joe Biden. But I think it's wrong to say, oh, he's got it. He's got dementia. No, just play the tapes. and You're not a doctor, so you can't do that, Scott Brown. But this is the clip that I think has my antennae twitching this morning. When you got sworn in as senator, was he like hair sniffing Gale or handsy with Gale, or did I imagine? Yeah, 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 yeah. I told him I kicked. I told him to stop. Did, so yes. <laughs> did you really go through it again? If you don't mind. No, no. It's, it's all. It's old news. It's old news. It, 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 uh, it is. Yes, he, he didn't act the way I thought he should, and and you know we called him on it, and you know that's it. So, you called him on you know, it to yeah, his face, right there. Oh yeah. See, I don't think he did. The indications of uh, Scott Brown not doing this are, are right there in front of you. He says, we called him on it. No, we, we, what, did you have a mouse in your pocket that threatened Joe Biden? No, we didn't call him on it. I guarantee you, if Scott Brown was that offended that he actually went to the sitting vice president and said to his face, you do that again, I'm going to take you outside and kick the shizzle out of you. That 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 would have made news. It didn't make news. And in fact, um, in in looking for backup on this, because my my spidey senses says Scott Brown either is thirsty for attention or he's thinking maybe he has a chance to get back into politics again and run. Um, I, I don't believe this story happened. Yes, Joe Biden took a picture and maybe the wife... They keep talking about the way his wife's face looked frozen in the videos during the time that they posed for the picture. And they alluded to the fact that Joe's hand went down below the back and might have gotten uh, a little closer to familiar with Scott Brown's wife's derriere. That may or may not have happened, but I don't think Scott Brown stood up and said, hey, bud, hands off my wife. Uh, no, no, I, I'm, I'm definitely thinking that's wrong. Just, just from his answer right there, his answer saying we confronted him. No, you would have said, I took him aside. I said, Joe, if you ever do that again, but it's, it's not happening now. And I, I doubt Biden will address it because what does he have to gain from addressing it? Scott Brown's not currently involved in any race. And uh, well, I, I don't know. There may be a there may be a discussion on this. Uh, Kevin has called into the Chris Plant Show at triple eight six three zero nine six two five eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. Kevin, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Hey, Mike. You and I talked. Uh, I ran for office in Vienna a couple of years ago, and we talked right the oh. day after the election. So good to talk to you again. Well, I'm I'm glad you're back. Excuse my memory. I'm I, I don't have dementia, not that I know, but I wouldn't know if I had it now, would I? <laughs> no. <laughs> I get, I get out, I'm in New Hampshire right now, right down the street from Scott Brown's house. Really? I go to the end of my end of my driveway, and there's a cop sitting there. Wave to him. He was in a bad mood or whatever. And I'm walking my dog. I get five minutes down the road. And a flashbang, I mean, a huge flashbang. He takes off all these other cars. They block all the streets. I got out there, and I said, I, had, I called the chief of police here, and he said, oh, there was a felon they had to arrest. I said, oh, okay. And it's, it's right next to Scott Brown's house. 
I just couldn't believe when you started telling this story that happened. It just happened at seven o'clock this morning. This this very morning, and, and somebody yeah. next door to Scott Brown had a flashbang grenade deployed to uh, to I guess uh, activate or uh, uh, arrest somebody who was wanted. Wow, that's crazy. That's what the chief said, and I said that's Scott Brown's house over there. He didn't say a word. Uh, well, I, now, I can't go back there because they corned it off, so I couldn't go back there. So you think it was next door to Scott Brown's house and not Scott Brown's house? I, I have no idea which house it was, but these feds were running like crazy. And you start telling this, oh, he threatened Joe Biden 600 years ago. Um, do you, I, I wouldn't put it by Judy Garland to go and try to arrest Scott Brown. Or <laughs> I like Merrick's, Merrick's new stage name. is excellent. Very good. Yeah, well, this is interesting. On the heels of the Utah man, the 77-year-old man who was shot dead last week after he threatened the president. Now, that guy did what you're not allowed to do. That guy threatened the, the current president of the United States in present day. Uh, and and that was and there's still a lot of questions about that case out in Provo, Utah. The guy was barely mobile, but he did have um, he did have firearms. It just was highly unlikely he was going to be able to get anywhere near the president uh, to do what he had threatened to do. But this now on the heels of that with I just checked our wires and I'm sure somebody else is checking, too. I don't see anything other than the story of. Scott Brown threatening to kick the shizzle out of uh, Joe Biden uh, in 2010. Let's face it, 13 years is a long time to suppress a story. So I wonder what's going on. But will, will you please, will you please later when, when things calm down, Kevin, will you please try and wander down the block and see if you can find out if it was Scott Brown's house? Oh, we need to, we need to break the news here. Well, if it wasn't his house, it was right next door, I think, and it was a big bam. You wouldn't believe it. And everybody said, yeah, I, I rolled out of bed and I heard it. And uh, it, it was real serious. And they had all kinds of Fed cars, black SUVs. I mean, do you really think they'd get up early on a, on a Monday morning at 7 o'clock and go arrest somebody? I don't. I think they were harassing him. Well, um, they, they do want, especially depending on the warrant, um, whomever is uh, executing a warrant, an arrest warrant or search warrant, they want the element of surprise. So they do tend to go very early in the morning. And the use of the flashbang is really, as you said, and you were blocks away or way down the road a ways, it is so loud. It is meant to stun you, shock you. Uh, take you out of your your present mind situation so it is uh, it is used quite frequently now the presence of all the unmarked cars those might have been u.s marshals who were there or bounty hunter types but uh county county cops would have had marked cars so it probably wasn't the county executing that so it may have been either a federal group or it could have been somebody out in a bounty hunter capacity we'll find out but if you if you hear please you have to call back because we need to update this story and there he goes i guess he's gone maybe maybe kevin went down the road uh that that would be amazing if that happened not good 
but amazing if it happened, if Scott Brown mouths off about Joe Biden and then less than two days later, uh, either his house or the house next door is suddenly involved in some sort of police action within a week of the um, of the FBI taking out a guy who threatened the president in Utah. And you are not ever allowed to threaten the president of the United, any elected official. You're really not allowed to threaten anybody with with what this guy did. But uh, sometimes the response really is uh, inappropriate in the case of this uh, this now deceased gentleman. Wow, that's a wild story. I, I don't think Scott Brown ever confronted Joe Biden. Just for some reason, he decided this was the time he had to tell that story. Is he, as the kids say, thirsty for attention? Does he not have enough people saying his name? Well, he's going to be on the news today, I'm sure, everywhere. Uh, I have so much more to get to today. Uh, There's the incredible story of the young man in uh, North Carolina and his song that now tops the... uh, the billboard charts i think he's number one two and three his name is oliver anthony and the left can't stand it it's not political a best-selling crime novelist was home when a masked gang swarmed his hilltop house of course it's in california and uh skittles does skittles want to be the next bud light i'll explain what i'm talking about it's mike opelka in for chris plant on the chris plant show Chris Plant Show. Mike Opelka is my name, sitting in for Chris. Uh, Last-minute deal. He should be back tomorrow. Jury duty. I really don't think Chris is going to be uh, impaneled, as it were. Is that the term? I think that's the correct term. I'm not a lawyer, but I watched Judge Judy for 30 years in the afternoons, or 25 years, whatever it is. Uh, Big stories that are out there today. I mentioned I've been picking on California today, and rightfully so. California, you know, they they have a lot of bad things going out there because they elect so many Democrats. And you've got somebody like Gavin Newsom at the top, and and he he really wants to be president. And I think the chances are greater now than ever because of everything we see with Joe Biden. But uh, Newsom has screwed up California with help from Nancy Pelosi, with help from Maxine Waters, with help from every Democrat that's been elected. And uh, now people are starting to see it. And people that that have more money than sense, for example, uh, crime novelists. He he makes a lot of money selling crime novels. Lee Goldberg's that name ring a bell. He's the guy who wrote the books that inspired the series Monk and Diagnosis Murder. And he lives inside a nearly three million dollar Calabasas, California home on a hill, uh, way up on a hill. And he was home, he's only 62 years old, but he was home this weekend in the middle of the night when he said his uh, motion camera started detecting activity in the bushes outside of the house. And he saw four masked men creeping onto his property in the dead of night. Now that's, that's a little distressing. Four masked guys in hoodies climbing up the, the hills towards your house. And the motion detectors uh, set off some security lights as they were rushing towards the house. And he picked up his phone, turned on all the lights in the house and started calling the cops and they ran away. I just 
I just wish these people would understand what the Second Amendment is for. But in California, I think they don't pay attention to the Second Amendment. Mr. Goldberg would have easily deterred the people while he awaited for the police. They ran away. No one's been caught. Uh, he, he did, they believe, scare away the criminals. And they called them petty criminals in one of the reports. How do you know they're petty criminals? This is a very wealthy guy living in his, his hilltop, nearly $3 million property in California. But California, $3 million is a starter home, right? I guess so. And uh, still, I just checked. Still zero arrests in the, uh, in the, the cleanup and clean out at the Nordstrom's in California. The video is scary because these guys are just running out of the store with arms full of stuff. Absolutely loaded. Sixty dollars to $100,000 of stuff in uh, Canoga Park, California at the Nordstrom's. And no one's arrested. No one will be arrested. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.